Well, we hope you recognise that as the uh, intro to, on this very cold, wintry day, <laughs> something that we hope will uh, warm the cockles of your heart. Of course, it's uh, Robbie Williams, and uh, that's what we're here to do, actually, is just to entertain you well, uh, on Two Smoking Guns. <laughs> we are, Scotty. We're the only ones left in <laughs> Melbourne, apparently, according to my social feeds. Is that right? There, is, all... there is no one left in Melbourne. Where have they gone? Hawaii? They're all in warm places in, in Europe. Warm places in Europe, mm. yeah. I've, I have seen on the socials uh, a number of people departing our fair shores yeah. for warmer climes. And, I'm, uh, and I think it sucks, but I think it doesn't suck as much as the news I got through the week, Scotty. Oh, no, what was that? They've gone and done away with the fantail. Oh, no! <laughs> yes. The fantail! Well, I've got, to, I've got to tell you, I don't reckon I've had a fantail for about 30 years. Which but... is probably why they're just considering <laughs> Do you think it's out of favour? I think it's the nostalgia <laughs> of the knot that I remember, because if you recall, the fantail always had a little story, you guess who I am, Yes. Um, what movie I was in, or what um, what uh, song I sang, or who yes. was I, sort of thing. And better than the jokes that come in the bonbons at Christmas yes, time. so you'd, <laughs> you'd chew on a fantail, which would rip, rip <laughs> half your back teeth out. And all your fillings. <laughs> <laughs> As you tried to mumble your way through, who am I, right? <laughs> if you recall the fantastic, so yeah, it, it did. Um, it did cause me to think about uh, my favourite lollies, favourite lollies that we lollies. must save, or, or lollies that I'm more than happy to see the back end of. Do you remember when lollies used to be half a cent? Well, I remember as a child, I'd go to and get a bag of mixed lollies for five cents from the milk bar. Yeah. Yeah. Remember what a milk bar yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. One of those funny things that was just around nearly every street corner. On every street corner. <laughs> well, I used to, uh, and maybe I was just a bit lucky, but I, I got 20 cents every Saturday morning. Oh, for, so, for doing your chores? Well, I don't know. Uh, I got for some reason, I guess. 20 cents wasn't going to break the bank, I don't think. Well, but, let me guess. That'd buy you five cents worth of mixed lollies, probably a couple of sunny boys. Well, no, I just ten cents left over. I, I used to go to the local milk bar around the corner, and I, I still vividly recall all the boxes there and the lollies that were half a cent. So I'd get forty. 40. 40 lollies in a little white bag and come back brimming with lollies. Oh, um, I don't think I had any fantails in there, but, you know, chocolate buddies and raspberries. and Yeah, well, well. And when you think about what the cost of a packet of raspberries is now, and they're quite a favourite of mine. Uh, in fact, memory serves, I, I reckon I bought a pack not long ago. So uh, if I'm going on a bit of a drive, I don't mind uh, being accompanied yeah. by, by a bag of raspberries. Well, it, but it, I remember I, but I, I paid, I think, four bucks for the pack. Yeah. And uh, so that works out to be very expensive. Well, it's 20, 20 cents a raspberry. <laughs> yes, probably. 20 cents, not half a cent. So I did do a little bit of a um, run through my favourite lollies. Yeah. And these must be saved, in yeah. my opinion, at all costs. Yes. Number one on my hit parade are snakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love snakes. Yeah, yeah, same. You, I, yeah. I don't care whether they're snakes alive or they're the natural company or what they yep. are. Yeah, they no, got me there. I love snakes. Yeah, same. I'm a big fan of snakes. I really like fruit tingles too. Oh, now there's another one I haven't had for a very long big, time. Big fan of the fruit tingles. Uh, do you still buy the fruit tingles? Yes, you still, I do. Oh, do I you? Fruit tingles. Well on my, done, you. On a, on a car trip. Really? Yeah. The fruit tingles. 
I I know this divides opinion, but I really like bananas. Yeah, you know, I, no, no, bananas know, used to be in my little white bag. In, <laughs> no. the, in the little party pack, I love a banana. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I'm happy and, with a banana. And also like musk sticks. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I'd like oh, the old musk sticks. I'm a big fan of musk sticks. What about some teeth? I don't mind teeth. <laughs> I don't mind them at all. I don't, they're on my list, actually, <laughs> I've also got licorice all sorts I'm a big fan of. Yeah, we haven't right. had that for a long right. time. I'm they, not they a big can, sweet actor, so. Uh, freckles, I like. Yeah, freckles, freckles. go all right. Yep. I like jubes and also wine gums. Wine I'm gums? Big fan of those. Really? Yep. What, buy a pack of Pinot wine gums. And, <laughs> and the one that's come back, it was killed off, it's come back, and I'm a big fan of it, is the polywaffle. Uh, yes. It's back. <laughs> Not to be had near a pool. Not to be had in, in any of those movies. But the following, um, you can pretty much... Oh, I don't mind a jelly baby. But um, what do you think of the following? I'm, I'm not that... Fa- I don't, I don't like, really like minties. Uh, no, I like minties. Because they, yeah. they can rip your fillings out. Yeah, it can do. Yeah. Right. No, 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 minties went all right. Jaffa's not, not, nah, not a I massive... No, I never liked Jaffa's. No. I didn't like the orange bit in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Never no, I was a never fan. a big fan of Jaffa's. Um, you mentioned raspberries. They're actually on my list too. You like those? That's yeah. very good. Um, spearmint leaves. I was never a massive fan of Oh, sorry, that's what I thought you meant leaves. by the last one, the second no. last one. Um, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I quite like the quite minty like leaves. Yeah. Milk bottles. No. There's no real no, value in those, no, is there? no, not a lot of value in no. milk bottles. No. And uh, the same goes for jelly beans. I'm not a massive no, jelly bean I don't fan. mind a jelly bean. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. No, uh, right, yeah, yeah, if you're feeling a bit crook and you need a little bit of a hit, then you whack in the jelly beans. What about the fads? Remember the old fags? Fads? The cigarette? They were, little? F- they were fags. Fag. They were. F-A-G-S. And then, they, then, and they, then they changed them to fads. In, a, in our politically And now you work. can't buy them at all. Yes, right. <laughs> um Although you can, and they're called something else. They're, they're called something else, but they're around. Yeah, but no, I, back in the day, I have to be careful how I say this, I didn't mind the taste <laughs> of the sweet. Yes. <laughs> the other one I was never a massive yeah. fan of was sherbet bombs or whiz fizz. Uh, you know no, those sherbet yeah. bombs where you'd bite through the hard layer and you'd get that uh, oh. whiz fizz powder? The whiz fizz was just like... Opening your mouth and tipping half a pack of sugar, sugar in there. Correct. <laughs> and they had those ridiculously small plastic spoons, did they not? Oh, it's just oh. like trying to... It's early cocaine use, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You've got a spoon instead of a credit card. <laughs> that's what it was. And uh, red frogs. Uh, yeah, no, I wasn't a big fan of red frogs. Oh, the other I... one I didn't mind was the red licorice. Red licorice? No, yeah. no, I didn't no. go for red no. licorice. I'll tell you one that... Uh, that I liked, but it, and it, but it was a packet. I loved Tarzan jubes. Did you Tarzan yeah, tubes? Tarzan jubes? And there's a store down at uh, Queenscliff yeah. that uh, sells all these old-fashioned lollies yes, that you can't yes, buy anymore. Yes. He's got Tarzan jubes, and I ordered jubes. some a while ago, and he sent them to me. Brilliant. <laughs> well, well, I, I am like off those. to um, uh, Bendig, uh, Ballarat this week. <laughs> I hope for something good. No, well, I'm going to Sovereign Hill. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going mainly to go to the ye olde lolly shop. <laughs> so I'll bring you back some boiled lollies. Have you got gloves? Some thermals? Some humbugs. I might <laughs> Have you bring got you. earmuffs? 
I'm going to Cryo Castle as you, well. You need one of those uh, workers' jackets that have got the heater in them. <laughs> that you know they're yeah, lined well, with coils of it's, heat. It's fair to say we are leaning into winter. <sighs> Mate, she can be cold up there. <laughs> so we're taking the young fella, young Teddy. Yeah, you know, right. my, my old mate Steve, who is no longer with us, yes. his, his lad. And, yeah. Um, we're doing the Boyhood uh, Sovereign Hill Cryo Castle. Oh, Double. you're doing the Cryo Castle? Yeah. Do they still do jousting? They have a special pro- program through the school holidays. Do they? Jousting. Jousting. Archery. Yes. Beheading. A- axe throwing. <laughs> axe throwing. That'll be good for a seven-year-old, <laughs> won't it? <laughs> Yeah, Public hanging? Yes. So they put him in the stock still? They do. They do. They do do all that. Oh, he's that's actually too funny. Um, he's booked in for a magic potion uh, class, that's so he too can funny. develop some magic potions. That's too funny. But they've got a lovely thing they do at Sovereign Hill. It's at night time. They put the lights and they've got the fake snow. Although someone said to me today, it'll probably be real. Real? <laughs> There's every chance you'll get the real deal up there. So, uh, But I am going to the ye olde lolly shop. And are you staying at Crowell Castle? Because they've got some accommodation on site these days. Nice. Thought better of that. Oh. No, we've got a little farm stay we're staying. Oh, have you? It'd be oh. nice. Yeah, be nice. nice. I'll let you know about it, but I'll bring you back a jar of humbugs or something. Yeah, we'll just see if you can find me a Tarzan jeep. Find you a Tarzan <laughs> So there you go. Yeah, so oh, that's, lovely, that's what caught my well, that's eye good. Uh, through the week. Uh, it was really just all about lollies, basically. Well, I'll tell you what caught my eye was the submarine that's not coming back. Well... There was that's not going to go away. That bit story. Of this faulty design there. Well, the blokes they, they allegedly. Uh, I mean, I say allegedly because I've saw it on with my own two eyes. The blokes come on and said, "Now I have had to cut a couple of corners here. <laughs> the thing was operated with a PS4 remote for a start. The lighting came from a hardware store, <laughs> and a Logitech fifty dollar piece of something made the whole goddamn thing work. And he didn't test it at the depth before he chucked uh, <sighs> um, five humans in a tin can and took uh, it down. Well, and of course, uh, the, what could possibly go wrong? Well, not an explosion, but an implosion. Yeah. So it'd be like being in a uh, uh, a can of Diet Coke and being a shrimp. And standing on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there'd be nothing left. Although it happens at, at one hundred thousandths of a second, so they wouldn't have known. No. Well, you got any, Yeah, no. They just would have been... Um, yeah, there's a few, fair few um, column inches uh, on that story, weren't they? We all became oh, yeah. submersible experts yeah, over no. a few days. Oh, no doubt, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can go to 1,400 feet, oh, I'm yeah. quite sure, but at 1,500, it's a little bit dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't we all become armchair oh, experts in submarines? Armchair experts in Oh, now it's got to be at northwest, about three degrees to the south. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, that was just tra- – I mean, and the poor young lad who went with his father, he, he didn't want to go in the first place. Yeah, I know. I only went to appease the old man. Come on, mate. Let's yeah, go. come on, mate. Oh, I've shilled out 250 for you, 1,000. Not a cheap exercise. 250,000 a head. I know. To die. To die. <laughs> Talk about mm. dumb ways of dying. Dumb ways of dying. <laughs> we should bring back that segment we once run. <laughs> 
most of those. I'll tell you mm. what, there's a couple of other blokes that... Um, there was a... The, well, I did, just on that. Yes. I did, because uh, I have read up on it. <laughs> You've done research, have uh, you? Have my, you done... Most of the people that go down, they have been doing it for several years, right? It's not the first time they've done it. Yeah. But they normally go in something that's made entirely of titanium, Scotty. Yes. Because titanium does actually shrink and then... At, at the lower depth because of the pressure. Yes. And it rebounds when it gets near the surface right. without losing any structural integrity. Then what was this made of? This had carbon titanium fiber. ends, but it had carbon fibre in the middle oh. and the joins were where the problem was. bit like paper mache. Li- liquid nails didn't cut the job. <laughs> apparently. Oh, gee. I mean, it's a tragic story. It there is. is no doubt. But I got it. You'd do some due, due diligence, wouldn't you? Well, you'd, you'd take it down and test it first before you chucked humans. Imagine, imagine going to the... the listen, SpaceX, you know, whatever they're called, I'm, I'm going on a flight next week. I've got a couple of new parts on. I haven't tested them. Yeah. You want to come? <laughs> you write me a cheque for 250 and see this remote control that's off uh, a Game Boy? <laughs> it makes the whole thing work. You happy with that? Yeah, good. good. Oh, Love it. Love seriously. It. Um, speaking of uh, those that um, uh, have met an untimely end, uh, not that these two have, but if you put them in a room unsupervised, there's a fair chance one of them's not coming out. I'm talking about our two old mates in the world of cricket. You refer, of course, to Chapelli, Lord Ian Booth, and Beefy. And Beefy. Now, now this two, is a few, these been, two haven't been friends for a long time. A long time. They had, a, and they uh, allegedly somebody had to almost uh, avoid a scuffle they had at the back of the stand at the Adelaide Oval. Only in the last decade, I believe. So, so um, give us the background of, well, the, of, of their uh, tiff. Hilton Hotel. Uh, uh, Chapelli mouthing off uh, disparities towards the English cricket team. There's two, there's several stories. Yeah. One story is that Beefy just lined him up and, and gave Dicked him, him. Straight, to, straight to the chin. Yeah. Um, Chapelli says that's an absolute load of boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and what really happened was he was sitting on a chair and Beefy gave him a big shove in the chest and the chair went backwards and he fell on the ground. Yeah. Uh, but it would appear that Beefy wanted to go on with it. Hmm. Um, there was a lovely line in the article where Chapelli says, uh, I really didn't want to fight him because you can end up in two places, in a coffin or in hospital. <laughs> um, of which our, oh, I our, thought our the, late great... The, the, both of them would be the heavyweight and uh, well, Chapelli would be a middleweight Well, he's the, he's, he's the much more heavier weight now too. There's a fair <laughs> bit of beefy uh, uh, these days uh, by the photo. Anyway, there's um, I think Fig Jam TV have put this together yeah. as a doco yeah. and these two are actually seated Talking no, to each other. I saw it advertised. I, it's a bit yeah. like the warning thing. I shan't be watching it because I don't want to give it too much. Well, uh, well, speaking of that, I did watch the warning thing last night and it was, I'd have to say, a C-grade movie out of Hong Kong. Yeah. No, it was dreadful. Why would you bother? Yeah, well, I won't be watching the second part tonight. Yeah. So it was... Um, so what was the upshot of Beefy and Chappelle? Well... How did they, uh, how did they uh, end up? Friends, so, friends I, I lovers? Get, well, no. No. Uh, 
I guess when one says, in other words, if I sat down with him, it would be boring as hell to me, and why do I want to put myself through that? <laughs> that probably gives you an indication of how much fun it was sitting down with him. I would have preferred the dentist to drill, the dentist drill to sitting there, both in version uh, of events. Uh, so it he, didn't make for he's good caught, Well, both of both them's had a pretty good shot at him. Yeah. Because um, it sort of goes like, it was terrible, Chapel said, describing his sit-down with Botham for the show, in which he describes Botham as a bully. A bully. And a coward. A coward. Um, and they're the good things I can say about <laughs> him. <laughs> so whether this is just a lovely, let's just keep beefing this up, pardon the pun, mm. for, the, for the sake of entertainment. I think so. Um, or it's got some real moral and they really just honestly dislike each other. Yeah. And I think there's a bit of that too. Yeah. But I reckon they've gone, I reckon there's potentially a royalty payment maybe that sits on the back of every time it gets written about. Do you think? <laughs> so, Do you think that they would have been uh, paid, Scotty? Do you know. think? Well... Anyway, they're, uh, so that still seems to be running and running and running and running and running. Well, it's appropriate that they're doing it because uh, off the back of one of the greatest games of cricket ever seen, yes, the first test. Sorry, I was wrong in what I said before. I said you'll end up in two places, either in a, a coffin or in a hospital. Uh, his, his reference was you'll end up in uh, court, or court or a hospital. <laughs> now, speaking of courts... Uh, I hear on the grapevine you had to go to jail. Yeah, well, I'll tell you about that right after this. Righto. So, um, yes, mate, so um, jail. Let's talk about jail for a minute. Mm. So um, my wife had her birthday last week, and so what do you do when someone has a birthday? Where do you take them? <laughs> you take them to jail, you take do them you? to jail, mate. <laughs> Ever the romantic... <laughs> We, we did a tour of Pentridge. <laughs> a tour of Pentridge? We did. Right. We went to B Division and then we went to H Division or what is it's commonly known as Hell Division. Right. Which is where Chopper was and all the people that tried to escape were. He owned it, didn't he? <laughs> um, there was a big, that's where he had the big war with the painters and dockers ah. from, from H Division. Right. And let me tell you, there's nothing to recommend it. No. Uh, it's pretty brutal and pretty pretty spartan right but it's a fantastic tour in right. that you get an audio you know headpiece and yep. you go into each cell and it, and, it, and the lights come on and it, it plays you a video and tells you all about who occupied that cell and what they did and stories about the inside and yeah be right up your alley you know you love all that sort of stuff yes i do but um and then of course we went over to this, this lovely place called olivine which is a wine bar right and they've carved a wine bar out of a whole wing of cells. Right. So they've knocked a few walls down here and there and put yep. carpet in and a bit of artwork and yep. a nice wine list. I think I actually saw one of your photos and I might have put a post up saying, nice cellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, it looked good. And, and what they've done with it is, is pretty amazing. You can stay there? And you can stay. Ooh. Yeah, they've <laughs> knocked... Um, I think they've knocked three cells together, yeah, and you can stay, yeah, uh, at a at a pretty penny. Any ghoulies? Um, but yeah, I, as I said to you the other day, would you stay in a prison? 
Dunno. You'd be oh, checking the locks of a night time. The prison might be all right. I don't reckon I could stay in one of those old psych hospitals. No. That's, no, I reckon, just about completely and utterly out of bounds. I, I'd rather sleep in a tent on the side of Mount Kosciuszko at 10,000 feet yeah. than spend one night in the Nuthouse. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, it was, that's, I, th- I thought the, the tour and having a drink at the wine bar conversion was enough. I didn't think we need to press our luck no. and stay the evening. No. I don't think there was any real uh, romantic uh, upside to that. <laughs> no. Okay. So, um, yeah, I went to jail last week, Scott, yeah. which prompted me. I think you've got a story about well, jail. <laughs> I, when you... Uh, uh, <sighs> I guess it doesn't seem unusual when you read a headline that says business as usual in jail. Yeah. Because no, there's right. still a lot of uh, dodgy well, stuff that goes on that's actually run from prison. I mean, who would know? Well, they told <laughs> the stories about um, the old days in Pentridge where they used to chuck tennis balls over the wall. Yeah. And the tennis balls were filled with things. Yeah, no mm. doubt. Yeah, all now they just send drones. All sorts of contraband. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I read uh, read this, uh, and it's always great when you get a muso that um, you know is uh, gets he, gets his brain around uh, sticking out a new album. So we've got this uh, bloke uh, rapper, young thug, right? Has Good start. Uh, he's uh, he's released an album, yeah, from jail. From jail. <laughs> so. I guess that I, I don't even know what to read about this. Young Thug has been jailed uh, has been in jail since May last year over a gang conspiracy case in Atlanta in the US. Yeah. The alleged uh, street gang member is among the rap industry's most impactful figure. Um, now I thought going to jail was a form of sort of punishment. Well, they got a recording studio in there, but clearly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My goodness me. So you can go to jail and uh, just get a nice big deck and a couple of speakers. Nice one. Yeah. <laughs> some some backup singers <laughs> and right. knock out an album. Knock out an album. Yeah. And get fed three times a day and, you know, go and have a little exercise yard and move around it. How's that? You know knocked out an album from prison. It did get me thinking, though, when I was there <laughs> about um, famous prison songs. Ah. Songs about being in prison. There's a few. What about Jailbreak? ACDC Jailbreak is one. Yes. Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues is another. Very good one. Elvis Presley, Jailhouse Rock. Well, you could argue uh, maybe sort of a half a long bow, but um, one of my favourite songs of all time, The Green Green Grass of Home by Tom Jones. uh, As he walks. positioned in in a prison cell. four grey walls that surround me. Correct. (laughs) So there's a few... But I've chosen one for you as my song of the week. Excellent. Mainly It'll because... Be something I've never heard of. No, it's something you definitely have heard of. Right. And it's just that this band doesn't get played enough. So I'm, I've gone with The Pretenders. Ah! Huh? Yes. Chrissy Hind. Ah, uh, yes. And I've gone with Back on the Chain Gang. Back on the Chain Gang. Because like it's it. a great song. So sit back and enjoy. Right on.
subject my world at night To a place in the past we've been cast out of oh, Now we're back in the fight We're back on the train The Pretenders got yeah, it. Yeah, good band. No, good they, band. So yeah, I like them. I like them. They the stand pretenders. the test of time, don't they? They do. They've had a million great songs too, I reckon. Yep. Oh, you know, it was funny, because when you said to me it's the Pretenders, I was thinking, oh yeah, 500 miles. No, that's, <laughs> that's the Proclaimers. <laughs> I just about got it round the wrong way. Yeah, talking about Back on the Chain Gang, you know, it's been a big... Back on Chain Gang. It's been a big week for mutinies. Yes, well, there's a fair bit going. There's a fair bit going on over in Europe. There's a fair bit going on in Russia, mate. That's what I mean. With old mate, you know, yeah. marching on and Moscow. They've de- and they've declared each other. You 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 start to get antsy. I'm just going to take you out. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that that bloke who 
was the head of the Wagner, whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. He might be... Not he, one for this he, world? He needs to avoid high windows. Yeah. He should go on holiday. <laughs> he should go yeah, on holiday. Yeah. He, should, he, should, he should just go to Italy or Greece and have a little bit of a lie down, I think. But I was... I caught This caught my attention through the week. Yes. You know Vlad? We call him Vlad now. Vlad? Putin. Yeah. Vlad Putin. Yeah. He's got a favourite... Vlad Putrid? Yeah. Vlad <laughs> Putrid. He's got a favourite rock group, right? Yeah. And um, they play patriotic uh, songs, you know, songs no, about play anything else. <laughs> songs about the motherhood and how heroic your know, Russia is and all that sort of stuff. Yes, they've made more money from Kremlin-sponsored concerts in the last couple of years since Russia did the invasion yes. than they have in their previous ten years. Wow! As an operating rock band, they're called Elub. Pronunciation's right. probably wrong. They've earned more than 57 million rubles. Right. What's the exchange rate on exchange a rate? Exchange rates uh, 1 million for 57. 1 for 57. So they've made a million bucks. A million? Well. Oh. In the past 16 months. Um, just And their lead singer, Nikolai, of course. <laughs> he's a member of... Even if he's not. Even if he's not. He now is. And forever will and be. And forever will be. He's a member of Putin's ruling... United Russia Party. It's not so united anymore, Vlad. Um, but there's, there's songs about mother, motherland, heroic soldiers, all these sorts of things. So I just thought that's interesting. Someone else in Russia is getting rich. It's, it's, yeah. It seems to be yeah. a common theme over there. A lot of yeah. people getting rich. It all sort of comes out of the same pot, though, somehow. Oh, it's coming out of the pot somewhere. Now, well, I'll tell you what, speaking of things that are expensive, yes. you know what the latest thing is that's very expensive? Oh, mate, everything's expensive these days. What's very the expensive. latest thing that's expensive? Dating. Dating? Dating. As in well, going, going out with yeah, somebody. Well, if, well, you're that makes to, if you're trying to hook up, uh, I mean, it seems to be easier these days because we've got all these online What's the subscription of Tinder going up well, in the Well, Tinder, Bender and Fender and, you know, Daisy and Mender. whatever they're called. You know, well, whatever all those things are called. It used to be RSVP back in the day. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> it worked for me. <laughs> um, and what was interesting is that... Um, my first Do you still maintain a subscription? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Just to clarify <laughs> yeah, that no, to the no, listeners no, at no. home. I, I was told to hit the unsubscribe button <laughs> some time ago. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things, and, and my now uh, bride, yeah. uh, or bride-to-be, bride um, she was pretty cheeky at the time because uh, we, we ended up having a, a chat one night for a couple of hours and I said, well, you know, there's, I can't see you down the phone, so we, we'd better sort of catch up and, and have a chat. Yeah. She said, right, you've got a half an hour and I'm going to meet you down the beach. And that's where we went. Mm-hmm. We went for a walk along the beach. Nice. That's, that's, that seems to be so, relatively cheap, though, Scotty. Well, it wasn't my idea. You know, I'm thinking flowers and yeah. dinner and, you know, no, well, some bubbles. No, she's done you and, a favour. Well, I a- suppose at the end of the day, look... Common sense prevails. Mm. We go for we go for a walk for half an hour. If it doesn't work, she doesn't like you to cut him a gym. I should get back in my car. She gets back in her car and say, "Thanks very much. It was a lovely walk," and none uh, uh, and no hard feelings. And you're still walking. And I'm. <laughs> 
She went the she went left. <laughs> no, no, we end up walking the same. She went left so. and you just followed her. No, but I'll tell you what, this is interesting because they said it's getting too expensive to date now. Oh. Because let me just step you through the this. Living. Yep. Um so pre date expenses. Right. If we're gonna step you through that. What's that a, um a, so new clothes and accessories. Hairstyle, hairstyling, um, makeup, yeah, yeah. Transportation. Haircuts and grooming. Fake tan. Beauty treatments, right? Yeah. Paid dating apps and singles clubs. Yeah. Gifts. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. Flowers. And that's just the men. <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> but what's very interesting is uh, they do... <laughs> They do go through percentages of each of those for the men and women. Oh, take me and that's that. a little bit of fun, right? So I, I want you to have a stab for me. So right. new clothes and accessories. What do you think the percentage mm-hmm. of men and women in each category, what percentage go and have a little bit of a lash in that area? Oh, men 10%, women 60%. Well, they reckon it's women 49%, but they reckon the fellas are up at 35%. Mm. Right. What about... Makeup. Well, zero versus 90. Uh, well, 48% for the females. Yeah. So you probably don't want to date the other 52%. Got <laughs> got no war paint on. Um, 14% for the blokes. Oh, well, yeah, they've gone to a bit of you trouble. Know, or, yeah, moisturiser and, yeah. you know, all Slapped a bit of... of uh, um, transportation. Of, I'll be same. Well, it's 40% for women. And it's 33% for the fellas. Oh, they just catching the train, are they? I don't know. Oh, what's going on there? Mm. Now, this is what I thought was pretty interesting. Haircuts and grooming. Yeah. Well, in my case, zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, females, you're, you're I would say. just a life policy. <laughs> 70% women and uh, maybe 20% men. Well, how about 26% for the girls? Yeah. But thirty-one percent for the fellas. Oh, got they fresh, all go and get get a fresh a, haircut, a fresh, uh, you know, back and sides, back and sides, and a shave. Uh, beauty treatments. Well, that's ten percent versus eighty. It's fifteen percent for the fellas, yeah. but only twenty-three percent for the girls. They're not going to a lot of trouble. I tell you what, they're not going to a lot of trouble, are they? I mean, they're not taking this seriously, Rutsy. <laughs> that's my point. Um, Paid dating apps and singles clubs. I'll be the same, wouldn't it? Or more no, for the blokes, because yeah. the blokes would be on more yeah. sides. So there's 12% for the girls. Yeah. Um, 25% for the fellas. Yeah. And what about gifts? Oh. Zero? And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think flowers okay, and stuff like that is included in oh, the Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, I think... Um, you know, I'm just being chivalrous here. 40% for the blokes and 20% for the girls. Well... No, the blokes are the blokes are a bit tight. Yeah. So thirty percent for the fellas. Okay. The girls are tighter. Eleven. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, before the break, you were talking to me about cheap dates. Well, cost effective. What would what would your reaction be if you won the hundred million dollar Powerball? Is one one bloke won it? I did. I did read one, that. One bloke. One bloke. He's the only winning entry in last week's mega Powerball draw, and like half the half the nation went in on this. I'd, I'd go and buy a bunch of houses and uh, make sure my kids were all sort of set up. I guess I'd look after the family first, get the family stuff all in order. What does everybody need? Pay off mortgages and buy them an extra one as an investment, and you know set them up. 
make sure they're all good. Um, I definitely give some to charity. Uh, I don't know which one, but I would think there's lots of great work. I I reckon I'd give some to uh, to the Smith family. I hate reading about kids that haven't got books and using a pillowcase for a bloody school bag and that actually saddens me to the core. Um, so I'd like to sponsor, I guess, a whole bunch of kids. Um, uh, what else would I do? Oh, look, um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I do and then, you know, and then my turn, I guess. So um, the winner... I'd like to buy a winery. Yeah, yeah, it's right up my yeah. alley too. Um, so he got a call. Right, they had to call him twice because he didn't believe it. <laughs> right, he was he was laughing at them, going, "You sure?" He gave them the you, go you, away, you Jerry. T- you're taking, you're taking the, you're, you're taking the P one five. Correct. He said, "This is unbelievable. I've won hundred million. Am I dreaming? I'm a millionaire." La la. And he said, he said, he would still return to work on Friday, but was interrupted by his wife, who questioned that decision. Working, she said, "We're multi millionaires now." <laughs> But oh, I, I think if you're still working, you've got, you know, you probably, you, if you like it, you'd still do it. Yeah. But you'd, if you'd might be trained. I, re- you'd have to, I reckon you'd have to love it, right? I reckon, yeah. and maybe that's if you're in your own business. I reckon if you're working for somebody else and you've got the choice to not work for somebody else, I've got a whole bunch of ideas and projects that I'd yeah. like. You know, if I had you if I had the right amount of coin, I'd have a lash at them even if they fell over, right? You pursue so, your passions. Yeah, you just go and have a crack at some stuff. Um, I'd, be, I'd buy a winery. I'd probably buy the St Kilda Footy Club too. <laughs> You'd buy a pub. I'd buy a pub. You'd buy a pub. Oh, yeah. You'd be a good publican. You'd be a good publican. Yeah. Now, yeah. we could go and buy that town that we saw Yeah, a we'll buy ago. a whole town. Yeah, we'll go buy a whole town. We'll set up yeah. a, like a Yellowstone ranch on it. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now, um, this place I might want to go to, right? Yes. When I, when I, with all my money. Yeah. Have you heard of a place called Turkmenistan? It's one of the stands. It's up near it's Azerbaijan. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kazakhstan. It's directly south of Kazakhstan. Oh, is it? Yes. Ah. It's almost in Borat country, but it's... Um, <laughs> I love Borat. I love these country. This, this is from the capital. This is Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. Yeah. And the capital, Ashgabat. Ashgabat. <laughs> nice. Ashgabat. Nice. It's nice. It's nice. I like. I like. I like Ashgabat. Um, they have a leader. I like you that at a maid now. They have a leader. Yeah. Her name is Gurbanguly. <laughs> It's his first <laughs> night. How are you, Gurbanguly's going? Gurbanguly. <laughs> she should be a cricketer this, with that name. This <laughs> this is going to prove harder the surname. <laughs> Birdie Num Num. Birdie Num Num. <laughs> <laughs> it's Birdie Makhamedov. Birdie Birdie Makhamedov. Gurbanguly Birdie Makhamedov. <laughs> It sounds part Russian. Pretty num num. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. He's, his other name is Hero Protector. Oh, my. Uh, so he's, oh, his name. Isn't his it name. a she? No, Gurbanguly. You just yeah. said it. Her name. No, but it gets better. Yeah. He's he's a dictator there. He runs the country. Right. But he's the world's only singing dentist turned dictator. Oh. So he's a singer and a dentist. Yeah, and, and a dictator. And a dictator. So he's a dictator with a drawer in his hands and your mouth. He's also a fitness fanatic. Oh, my God. 
And he made his son Zerd Serdar yeah. president last year. Of course he did. So he could devote more time to writing songs about how wonderful and dazzling is my splendid Turkmenistan. Oh, it's straight out of Borat. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. He wants to ban smoking in the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No worries. Good luck with your project. How do you reckon that's going to go? <laughs> oh, goodness me. What hope would he have? Hey? Cynics Unless might he buys the cigarette factory <laughs> and stops production. Cynics <laughs> might see this uh, great leap forward as a smokescreen. Haha. <laughs> to hide the colossal methane emissions from their poorly run gas fields. Oh, that's just gold, <laughs> seriously. Which scientists say are having an outsized effect on heating up the planet, but thankfully critics do not exist in Turkmenistan. Oh. There's no critics of hero protector Gurbenguli Burdi Maktamendov. <laughs> the world's only singing dentist turned oh, dictator. that's just priceless. So I love it. For homework... Yeah, I want you to go back and watch the Borat movie. Oh, I'll watch all. I'll watch all of them. They're just because they good. are. Oh, they're seriously they are good. seriously good. Now, speaking of uh, of blokes that reckon they've um, they're pushing Tish up hill a bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one chap here, and you've got to admire him for his determination. Um, let me start off by saying a self-made millionaire. Oh, well, that's so a he, good start. He's never late for work, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's determined to finally get into university and he's taking China's, the word China and gruelling, China's <laughs> gruelling Gao Kao entrance exam. He's, he's going to sit, he's what's, had a couple of goes. What's the exam for? Do we know? Uh, what's the topic? Uh, is it just, just like it? Despite his riches. Right. Dreams of going to the top tier Sichuan University and becoming an intellectual. Oh. So it's an intellectual university, Rutsi. Of course, what, yeah. as opposed to the other kind. Yeah, unintellectual <laughs> university. That's <laughs> free to get that's into that dumb, one. Dumb person's yeah. university. He's so desperate to get in this time that he's <clears throat> given up drink hmm. and playing mahjong. Oh well, that's a to get up at dawn to study for twelve hours a day. Really. Asked if he was doing it for publicity, uh, Mr. Liang replied, no one in their right mind would spend decades <laughs> trying the Gakao for a stunt. <laughs> uh, Mr. Liang is planning to make up for lost fun after he sits the exam this weekend. I've got to find out whether he passed. <laughs> yes. Oh, seriously. Uh, I'm going to play Mahjong with my friends for three days and three nights. Oh, gee, so I said to you before, he's, he sat the exam a couple of times. How many? Do you know what number he's up to now? No. 27. <laughs> he sits it. I reckon he sat it three times a year for 10 years. He's a slow learner, this bloke. I tell you what, he huh? should open his eyes and his ears. He's not listening very well in class. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 27th um, time, hey? I'll, just to be an intellectual. I'll uh, tell you what, old mate. How about I just call you intellectual? You can give me some of your coin if you like. <laughs> I'll, I'll knight you intellectual. He's, he's, he's battling, isn't he? Oh, hey, um, funny. staying in China, oh. um, do you remember the movie The Castle? Oh, yes. Where the young son comes in. Tell and him says, he's dreaming. Dad, I dug a hole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. they're digging a big hole in China. 
Are they? Yeah. I reckon they dig a lot of big holes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, A lot of big holes. Get my drift. (laughs) This is a hole that's the height of the London's 310-metre shard skyscraper. Jeepers. Um, And that's 3% of it. That's it. They've they've dug 3% of it. It's 300 metres. They are going to... So 3% of the hole is 300 metres deep. They, They... Two years ago, Xi Jinping, the president... That means it's going to be about 2.7 kilometres deep. He wants his engineers to explore deep earth. So he's going to dig a hole 10k deep. 10k deep? It's in the desert, in the Taklamakan Desert. Um, It's as far below the surface as Everest is above, right? And he's doing it so he can assess the potential for oil and gas. So he's not doing it for any sort of purposes of geology or exploration. He just wants to find gas. Anybody told him he doesn't quite need to go that deep to reach Re- those veins? Reports of its ultimate depth range will be between 9,500 metres to 11,000 metres. The current deepest hole yeah. is in Russia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> With a missile in it. <laughs> Allegedly. Now they've got one called the Kola Super Deep Borehole, which is 12,262 12, metres deep and took 20 years to excavate. And then they're just filling it up with people. <laughs> <laughs> I made that last bit up. Um, yeah, drilling a 10,000 metre hole is apparently um, the thing to do to explore unknown areas of the earth and expand the boundaries of human cognition and to find gas. So there you go. It's a long way down to get your watch if you drop it. Remember that old um, story about if you dug a hole in China and and you kept going right through the middle, you'd end up in Australia? Remember that? Yes. Or somewhere like that? I don't know if I've got my sort of um, diameter thing correct. Whether whether you've got your poles accurate. It's going to be getting hot, though, if you're digging that deep, isn't it? Mate, the thermals down there, the damn thing would melt. Some of that thermal energy that's down... At that level, would be off the chart. Don't want to be on that job digging a hole. Off the chart, old son. Now, I got to. I have to share something with you because it was uh, something that came across my desk that was very funny. Mm. Um, But I, I I just did need to share it with you. So while you play the elevator music, because (laughs) I'd forgotten that I was going to talk to you about this while I find it. well, I'll, do, uh, I'll, do, I'll, I'll do this while you're doing it. Oh, you're going to do some food for me. All yep. right, we'll I'll do, do some, some food, food for me. So what I want to talk to you today, Scotty, about food yep. is... Food that tastes better the next day. Yep. All right. So I'm going to whiz you through a couple. And the clubhouse leader in my family is uh, spag bol. Or any, oh, yeah. Any form of spaghetti sauce, really. Always tastes better the next day. Mate, it's, I had it last night and I'll be having it again tonight because it'll taste better. <laughs> so is pizza. Yeah, now, do you know what? I've worked out a little... What, what do you do? Oh, you've got a fancy oven, I've got though. a fancy oven. Do you know what I do with my pizza? No. I haven't got a fancy oven. Because the bride taught me this. 30 seconds in the microwave, but it gets a bit sloppy, right? 
but that just sort of frees it up a bit and creates a little bit of the juices. Then you get a sandwich press mm. and you lift the lid up on the sandwich press. Don't put the lid down because yeah. all the topping will stick to it. Oh. Don't ask me why because I found out. And you crisp up, crisp up the base. Yes, but what I'd, I've gone one better. So now I bring the lid, the lid down because the lid's hot as well and I prop the lid up just enough so it doesn't touch the surface. And I get the heat going both ways. There we go. Um, Chinese food? Uh, Some. Yeah, some. Some. Indian? Mm, I I, I always finish it. (laughs) Chili? Chili. Chili con carne always Oh, yeah, absolutely. So why does food taste better the next day? Is there a reason? There is. Food... Develops new flavour molecule, molecules, right? Molecules. So it's got molecules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it. So according to a study, proteins yeah. break down further when leftovers are reheated, producing new flavours, ah. which wouldn't have, been there when, wouldn't have been there when the food was freshly cooked. Think of spag bowl or curry. Always tastes better the next day because it becomes more intense and the flavours are enhanced yeah, as are. time passes yeah, by. Yeah, absolutely. They're so, infused. So often what happens, what you should do, is you, you make your spag bowl tonight, but don't have it till tomorrow night. Well, make it in the morning mm. and have it at night. There you go. That's my food tip. Well, I like that. No, I, I like that idea. Um, but then how do you account for when you eat cold pizza? I don't. <laughs> All I right. Don't know. Now, I think we haven't got much time, but I just want to share a very last piece to leave a smile on your diet. Lovely. And it's all about food. Beautiful. So it's called Eat Whatever You Like Because. All right? Good. Eat Whatever You Like Because the inventor of the treadmill died at the age of 54. (laughs) Eat Whatever You Want Because the inventor of gymnastics died at the age of 57. Eat What You Want Because the world bodybuilding champion died at age 41. (laughs) Eat What You Want Because the best footballer in the world, Madonna, died at 60. Um, just lost by a nose. Uh, and then the KSC inventor died at 94. Yeah. The inventor of Nutella died at 88. The inventor of Hennessy died at 98. How did doctors come to the conclusion that exercise prolongs life when the rabbit is always, run, is always jumping, but it lives for around two years? Yeah. The turtle that doesn't exercise at all lives for over 200. Beautiful. <laughs> well, let's go and eat what we like. <laughs> You've been listening to Two Smoking Guns. See you, Ratsy. See you, mate.